AM The Zone. Sure, she'll stop farming when pigs fly. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, part of the cat's out of the bag when it comes to Top Chef coming to Wisconsin. That's a very popular food show on the Bravo Network. Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin has been working closely with their producers, and now they're starting to give us a few more details on the premiere coming up in March. That's one of the tidbits I've got for you on a Thursday morning. Come on in, everybody. Fabulous. Farm Babe Pam Yankee, so glad to have you along with us. This weather is going to be downright crazy today. Now, do I, I do have to tell you, as we warm up, we do have just a sliver of a chance of severe weather in our forecast probably for this afternoon. Cloudy skies, 53 are expected high. Some areas could get even warmer than that. This afternoon, we've got a pretty good chance that we're going to see some precipitation. And like I said, National Weather Service says maybe even a sliver of a chance of severe weather. More on that with Stumach in a moment. Cloudy sky, actually mostly sunny on Friday, 47. Saturday, partly cloudy, 36. Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, partly cloudy and 36. Monday, 39 degrees, and we stay pretty much in the upper 30s, low 40s until the end of next week. Like I said, Stu's got more weather on the way. Stephanie Hoff made the trip up to Stevens Point yesterday to see what was happening at the Wisconsin Potato and Vegetable Growers Conference. She's got a report for us, and we're catching up with Andy Fallman, one of the broker analysts with Everag. He'll join us live this morning and give you perspective on what's happening in the marketplace. Lots to talk about. Stick around. Innovation. We know you work hard every day to keep your livestock healthy and run an efficient operation because there's no such thing as a snow day. Take time this winter and consider BioVet, your trusted partner in helping you raise stronger, healthier animals and to protect your bottom line. The knowledge and support from our team can help you make the difference in keeping your livestock healthy. Call 1-800-BIOVET1 or visit bio-vet.com. Innovation, that's BioVet. There's something special and brand new happening at Bavaria Sausage. Fabulous Farm Babe Pam Yankee telling you to go to the store for this in-store experience. Corner of Nesbitt Road and Fitchrona Road in Fitchburg. Open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5. This is a brand new, locally sourced, procured and developed brat that Bavaria Sausage has exclusively. And let me tell you, it's fantastic. It is a special Berkshire brat. When I say Berkshire, I'm talking about the breed of hog that they used for this brat. And it is fantastic. Right now, you can go in, try it yourself, taste test it, share it with your friends, your family. But remember, limited supplies of this special Berkshire brat. So head in today, corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchrona Road in Fitchburg. Open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5. Not available online. Enjoy the old world flavor of this special Berkshire brat at Bavaria Sausage. Health care has surfaced as a dominant theme for Wisconsin farmers in this legislative session. Wisconsin Farmers Union is one of the state's farm organizations that is pushing lawmakers to make some changes. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Specifically, Farmers Union is asking the state to expand badger care by accepting federal Medicaid expansion dollars. More than 40 other states have signed on and they want Wisconsin to join in. With this expansion, Wisconsin Farmers Union Policy Coordinator Michelle Ramirez-White says affordable health care can reach more farmers. 
it's definitely been a renewed focus for us. We're here to support SB 717, AB 746, which is a Badger Care public option bill. So it's expanding the basic health plans available in our state insurance market. We see public options and expansion of public options as the avenue that we want to support in expanding uh, quality health care in Wisconsin. So we're very excited to support this type of legislation. One of the farmers advocating for Badger Care expansion is Dylan Bruce. He and his wife operate Circadian Organics and Driftless Seed in Ferryville. Because farming is such a unique occupation, he doesn't qualify for Badger Care. And because he's got a pre-existing condition, he's got to pay for expensive insurance. Farmers are definitely in a unique position when it comes to health care. Uh, first of all, we're self-employed. And so we're not going to have easy access to to healthcare through an employer. And actually, that's one of the things that drives a lot of farm families to get off farm jobs so that they can access insurance, retirement benefits, et cetera. And we do have the public option of Badger Care in the state, but it has pretty stringent requirements. And in the case of a farm where your income might fluctuate year to year, um, even you know seasonally within the year, you can be eligible and then not eligible for Badger Care on and off. Um, and so it's really difficult to access kind of comprehensive care. Um, for myself, I'm really passionate about this issue because I was diagnosed in 2020 with Crohn's disease. So I have a pre-existing condition. I have medicine that I have to take every month, likely for the rest of my life. On a cash basis, that medicine costs $7,500 a month. There's no way that I can afford that, right? So I am locked into buying insurance. I have to have insurance to afford the medicine that keeps me healthy, keeps me alive, keeps me out of surgery. And um, that, you know, medicine is is qualified as a specialty uh, medicine. It's a, it's a specialty prescription. And so I can't even get an average uh, healthcare plan. Badger Care would cover it very well. I can't access Badger Care because my household makes a little bit too much money just over that threshold, right? So that's why the expansion is important is to let more people come in. I have to buy such an expensive plan in order to be able to afford my medicine. So it's not even that I'm, you know, going to the doctor all the time. Um, I, it's, I just have to have that medicine on a monthly basis. And it's such a huge stressor for us. It's our second largest expense every month after, um, after, you know, home, after the mortgage is insurance plus the premium on my medicine. And that's without even rarely visiting a doctor, you know? So this is, this is something I care a lot about. Do other farmers in your circle, in your chapter, do they experience similar issues? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of luck of the draw, right? So there's definitely other folks in our chapter. We talk about healthcare fairly often as a policy issue for farmers. Um, it's, you know, farming is hard on your body. And so even folks that don't have a pre-existing condition or some acute issue they're dealing with, you get over time, you get to retirement age as a farmer, you're going to need robust uh, health care that's available in rural spaces and places. And, and so um, it absolutely is an issue for a lot of other farmers, particularly around the fluctuating income and driving people to have off-farm jobs, driving people to say, I can no longer, I don't, I no longer have enough energy to keep my farm operating at its full capacity because I'm spending 10, 12 hours a day off-farm and can't get to those chores on time, whatever it might be. So it's absolutely an issue for a lot of folks.
So the first step would be to expand Badger Care by taking advantage of the federal offer. The second piece of this legislation then would create a actual health care plan under Badger Care. Can, can you speak to the details of that? Yeah, so the public option for Badger Care is, is kind of like, you know, if you put yourself in, in the shoes of somebody like me who we don't make a lot of money, but we are just make enough money to not be eligible for the reg regular Badger Care program, this legislation would basically make it that when we are going on the marketplace to choose our insurance plan, one of those options would be Badger Care, which I think... You know, I, I see that as a lot better because there's not the conflict of interest of it being a private company that's trying to maximize profit out of my health care. So the Badger Care expansion will bring more money into it, make it more affordable for people who are already would be eligible for Badger Care, maybe be able to expand the requirements there. And then the public option is really treating it like regular insurance and not just something that you have to be absolutely broke to be able to access. And on that note, he recognizes that some growers may see Badger Care as a handout, but he doesn't. I think the sad reality for a lot of us as farmers is that um, social services do become important, being in rural places, whether it's you know Badger Care or, or other options. This isn't a handout in the sense that this is something that's funded by us, by the people. And so it's maybe, uh, you know, you could look at it as a handout, but I would like to think of it as a, a handout from me to my neighbor and from my neighbor to me. This is about us as a, as a rural community and looking out for each other. And so it's, it's, it's more than just being dependent on handouts or something else. You know, some of us as farmers, we're not taking a lot of money back to the bank, you know, at the end of the year. And so we need to be able to access health care as well. You know, I do think there's no reason that we shouldn't be taking the money that's available from the federal government. Our legislature has chosen to take money for other issues like broadband or other things. So they're kind of picking and choosing what they want and leaving some of us behind with that. Dylan Bruce along with us. He's a farmer out of Ferryville and a Wisconsin Farmers Union member. He supports the organization's push to expand Badger Care. One of the lobbyists helping Farmers Union do this is Robert Craig. He's the executive director of Citizen Action of Wisconsin. He told me he's been working on this for a number of years, but there's a sense of urgency this time around. When he was speaking to Wisconsin Farmers Union members during their capital visit, he was fielding a lot of questions about hospitals cutting services and staff in rural Wisconsin, and he says expanding Badger Care may help rural health infrastructure stay afloat. I mean, at the very least how the healthcare system is set up in your community is irrelevant to you if you don't have a source of payment. And so I think you need to start with coverage, right? Everyone should be able to get affordable coverage that takes care of themselves and their families and have some place to go to do it. I do think it helps rural health care if a lot more rural folks have coverage and therefore have a source of payment to pay for health care. A comment from Robert Craig on some of the rural infrastructure benefits that could come with Badger Care expansion. Before him, we heard Dylan Bruce's story and comments from Wisconsin Farmers Union's Michelle Ramirez-White. These are some of the voices asking lawmakers to accept federal Medicaid expansion dollars to expand Badger Care. Again, health care for farmers, a major theme in this year's legislative session. This is an example of one solution that's been brought to the table by farm groups. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hoff. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Trusting someone else enough to pack up your stuff for the big move usually doesn't happen. 
Our employees are like family and have been with us for a very long time. You can feel comfortable with them packing things up and moving them. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the all-in-the-family move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things well, like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like these before. Some space has become a catch-all for everything you want to keep in storage. Make use of that wasted space now. What about the basement? Rec rooms and office extra bedrooms for growing teenagers are all popular uses for an upgraded basement. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company specializing in kitchens, baths, and basements. Let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate, consultation, and suggestions. ActuateLLC.com. Design. Create. Actuate. This is Matt and Pete Gunderson. We recently celebrated the life of Dan, a devoted motorcyclist who enjoyed the freedom of the road with other bikers. His celebration involved a final ride in the saddlebag of his best friend, just the way he wanted. Allow us to personalize every detail of a life well lived. Let our family help your family. Visit GundersonFH.com. Over 100 years as your hometown life celebration center. Over four decades of turning customers into loyal friends, and the reason is simple. Here at Denny's Jewelers, we make jewelry shopping easy, relaxing, and because we have something for everyone. Hand-selected diamonds and gemstones. Custom design, appraisals, fashion jewelry, watches, repair, and even jewelry restoration. Stop by and allow us to turn you into our next true friend. My folks like the prices and the Pam is the name. Farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
Sorry about that, folks. A little technical glitch as we get rolling on a Thursday morning. Too busy paying attention to what's going on with the weather outside. That's where Stumacher Ag Meteorologist comes in with us on a Thursday morning. The temperatures that we're expecting today are going to definitely roll above average. That's the good news. The bad news, perhaps, is that we're looking at the possibility of maybe picking up a slight severe possibility of weather in the afternoon. Uh, Rainfall is what's on our mind right now. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist along with us. So we're going to get a little bit of rain today, I'm assuming. How much are you thinking at most, Stu? At most, as I look across Wisconsin, especially about the southern half, a tenth of an inch or two. Yes, there is a severe possibility, especially in southwest and south-central Wisconsin this evening. Uh, In that area, maybe some hail, maybe we'll have to watch it. We may wear the storm out a bit today or the system out a bit today as it passes through, and that could limit some of the development tonight. What we're going to see is low pressure that's going to make its way northeastward through Minnesota, pulling a front up through Wisconsin, pushing it to the north and east through Wisconsin. That's going to bring some rain around the rain this morning, all the way up through Minnesota into western Wisconsin. Already uh, in areas like Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, a little scattered light rains around. The rest of us will see that rain developing today and lasting into the evening and then drying it out. And believe it or not, getting cooler as we head toward the weekend. Daytime highs back into the 30s sound pretty likely. I'll have forecast details right after this. With the Compere Financial Patronage Program, we share earnings with member owners of our cooperative. It's our way of saying we are here. Here so you can pay down your loan faster or make a new investment in your operation. And that family vacation you've been putting off? Yep, we're here for that too. Learn more at compere.com slash patronage. Compere Financial is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2023, all rights reserved. Incoming! Don't worry, it's not raining elephants. That's just the sound of Dairyland Seed delivering our strongest silage lineup ever. Again, get ready for even better trait quality, even greater tonnage potential, and even more milk per acre. See how Dairyland Seed silage outperformed the competition in your area at showmethesilageyield.com. That's showmethesilageyield.com. All right, buddy, let's have those forecast details. All right, well, we're in for a mostly cloudy day and some showers, first developing in the west and then later through mid and late afternoon further east and south. I expect to see temps today still do their best to push up to around or into the 50s. There may be some mid-50s in central Wisconsin, a little cooler to the south and east. Now I expect south winds 10 to 20. They'll even gust up around 30. That shower chance could be an evening thunderstorm, especially in the southwest. Overall, like I've said, rain amounts a couple tenths of an inch. Nighttime lows in the mid or upper 30s with the southwest winds gusting near 25 and 30. Mostly sunny, a little breezy Friday, starting to cool mid-40s. West winds gusting up toward 20 and 25. And mostly sunny Saturday, Pam, mid-30s. There's something almost normal with the northwest wind at 5 to 15. Mid or upper 30s look to stick around into early next week. Well, that's not bad. That, Like you said, that's about normal, hey? Well, 29 or 30 is normal right now, so mid-30s is still above, but a lot closer than we've been. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Stu. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Appreciate it.
Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, with weather details that you've been looking for, huh? On a Thursday morning. I'll tell you what, look no further when it comes to what's happening in the dairy markets. Up before the top of the hour, we're going to talk with Andy Foman, broker analyst with Everag on what he sees, and Stephanie Hoff with an update from the Wisconsin Potato and Vegetable Growers Convention going on at Stevens Point just around the corner. Ag weather brought to you by Compure Financial, your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. Visit Compure.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. The 3535 program is a great way to recognize young farmers and ag professionals for all the hard work that they do on sustainability. Through this program, I've really gotten to see a lot of different perspectives on how everybody defines sustainability differently. You're really going to have a great network of people to lean on in the future if you have any questions or any issues that may arise. WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Every time you saw her, she pinched your right cheek. She gave you a peppermint candy and that special wink. You loved Aunt Gladys, but now the boxes of precious moments, stacks of encyclopedias, and heavy outdated furniture is making you crazy. At Two Men in a Junk Truck, we don't just remove junk. We restore your sanity. Experience the calm after the clutter. Visit twomenandajunktruck.com today for your free estimate. Keep what you love, ditch what you don't. This looks like a car. Has tires, headlights, a hood, windshield wipers. The doors look like car doors. Open like them too. There's a front seat, back seat, steering wheel. 99.9% of the time, this would be a car. But it's not. This is a bedroom. Anita Washington's for five weeks. There are people like Anita all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll provide Anita and other women, children, and men with nearly 20,000 nights of shelter. Just one part of more than $1.4 million in food, clothing, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Have you heard about our Rejuvenation Clinic Body Suite? If not, now is the time to learn more. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Non-surgical aesthetic body treatments have progressed greatly in the last 10 years. We are proud to offer the best devices on the market that deliver incredible results. MSculpt Neo treats unwanted body fat and builds muscle mass. CoolSculpting Elite reduces stubborn fat bulges and has multiple applicators to treat many areas of the body. Mcella is a revolutionary electromagnetic chair that strengthens pelvic floor muscles to treat mild to moderate urinary incontinence. Our providers love to analyze your concerns and come up with the best treatment plan for you, oftentimes even using a combination approach so you get the best results. Let your natural beauty shine through. To learn if our body sweet treatments can help you, call Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie. Landscapers count on Kalani Topsoil for our consistent quality shredded soil used on major projects. No sticks or rocks to rake out. In fact, it spreads out as smooth as butter and deliveries that are on time every time so the work crew isn't standing around. Now that saves you time and money in the long run. 
landscapes, and landscapers love Kalani Topsoil. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. KalaniTopsoil.com. Now that's good dirt. Have you ever had an MRI through the hospital where you're crunched inside a scary tube-like tunnel? MH Imaging in Middleton provides the spacious comfort of a completely open design MRI, the most updated concept in MRIs. It's an open MRI, open for everyone, regardless of insurance or doctor affiliation, for a fraction of the cost of a medical system. And the results are available the same day, providing you with answers you need to know now. Visit mhimaging.com. Looking for extra cash? Did you witness a crime? Or maybe you have information about ongoing criminal activity in the Madison area. We give cash for clues. Madison Area Crime Stoppers is a nonprofit organization that helps prevent and solve crimes in our community by working with Dane County residents, law enforcement agencies, and media partners. So how does it work? When you share information with Crime Stoppers, a confidential code will be generated to protect your identity. If your tip results in an arrest and filing of criminal charges or the apprehension of a fugitive, you'll receive a cash reward. Keep your tip ID and password so you can check the status of your tip. Once the arrest or apprehension is confirmed, arrangements will be made for you to collect your reward anonymously. Your confidentiality is important to us. Any individual who contacts Crime Stoppers will always remain anonymous. Call 608-266-6014 or go to p3tips.com. Madison Area Crime Stoppers, your safety is always our priority. How much money do you see coming in? What the Chief, or uh, the Niners favored by a point and a half? How much money do you see coming in here? And what do you think is going to happen with the the game on Sunday? With who's winning? Well, the first week it was all 49er money. The first two million dollar bets were 49ers. One money line, uh, 1.2, because uh, the money line was minus 120, and the second one was straight up on a point spread, a uh, million dollar. Uh, this week it's been all Swifty money coming in. Really? Uh, yeah, so most books have two here in, in, in Vegas. Uh, Mandalay Bay and BetMGM have two right now. But uh, it's going to be interesting because right now the Swifties, I'm not calling them the Chiefs, I call them the Swifties, uh, they're taking the money line. They're not taking the plus two. They're like, hey, if I'm going to root for my girl Tay-Tay, uh, why would I take the plus two? I'll just take the money line and get plus 115, plus 120, whatever uh, you can get. So I think it's going to stay at two. I don't see any more. Maybe two and a half as if more sad brand money comes in just because we're so close to Reno. Uh, but I think it's going to stay two, and the total has not moved. I think it's going to stay at 47 and a half. You see any big money coming in for like a single bet at all on the game? Uh, I, I've only heard of those two two million or yeah. those two million dollar bets. Yeah. Mattress Max has not placed a bet yet. Everyone keeps on asking me that because I know where he bets, and I I, I talked to them. Uh, I did some stuff with BetMGM yesterday, and there's been a lot of uh, six-figure bets. I think uh, someone took a $750,000 bet on Kansas City money line, but uh, it's gonna be very interesting. I think the I think the Swifty money's here all weekend long, Swifty and, and I think there will be there will be 49er money coming in because uh, they got the the good feel of Brock Purdy, CMC. I'm rooting for the 49ers because I do uh, yeah, I do McCaffrey. I used to do McCaffrey's dad's radio show in Denver oh, cool. uh, a couple years ago, and uh, we kept close through, through text messages and emails. So I would like to see his son no, Raph, uh, uh, grab, grab a ring. Yeah, that's cool, man. I, Brock Purdy, did you see yesterday he was asked if uh, it, he, he knew that he looked like um, Lee Harvey Oswald? Did you see yes, yes. <laughs> that was bad. 
on on media row on Monday when you got to meet the players, I was standing behind the guy that asked Patrick Mahomes how his dad was. And oh, like really? the whole yeah, the whole the, that whole little section. But I understand why that guy yeah. see people don't understand why that guy asked that question. Uh, four girls asked Patrick Mahomes questions and his ad his demeanor wasn't friendly to no, them. So no. I think that guy caught caught that attention. He's like, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna throw you this. All right, Rafa, let me ask you this on the halftime entertainment, right? Usher obviously has got a residency at Park MGM. Uh hell, I stayed there last time I was there and the Usher show was um everyone was there to see Usher. Like they loved Usher. You got any uh, intriguing, interesting halftime show prop bets for Usher, baby? Well, well come on, man, what's my name? Raphael. Of course I do. Yeah, uh, you're the man. Yeah, we have we have what will happen first on stage: usher video montage, pyrotechnics, uh, stuff like that. Will usher expose a nipple on stage? I guess <laughs> I had to do that one. Uh, my favorite one: Will usher give a shout out to Tay Tay uh, during the halftime show? The nose minus a thousand. Uh, I added this one on Monday because everyone kept on asking: Will usher perform a Taylor Swift song? Uh, on the halftime show, and but I mean, it, it, we have all the same ones. What kind of chain he's gonna wear in his first appearance? Everyone's betting ball chain uh, at two to one. Uh, everyone bet he would have sunglasses on uh, when he comes out. What's the, uh, over, what's the show. sorry? What's the top song? Like, what's the odds-on favorite song he'll open with? You have that? Um, my way is even money right now. When we first opened this up, when they announced it, geez, I think it was over the summer when they announced Usher. Yay! And oh, uh, oh my God, were the favorites? They were battling, and my way was like I think at the time six to one. Now it's even money, so uh, it, I would be shocked if it's not that. Super, I was actually shocked that Superstar wasn't uh, one of the ones that was rumored to say, but uh, huh. I mean, I'm hearing he's singing it, but uh, that was uh, opened up at 15 to 1. Have you seen Usher's show in Vegas? You don't strike me as an Usher guy. No, I, I have not. I heard. I have not. Neither did I. I heard it was amazing, so I don't know. Maybe if I'm there again, I have no idea. But, Raph, um, speaking of um, artists, I mean, you said you had 196 Taylor Swift prop bets. First of all, what's it been like having to dissect uh, Taylor Swift and become an honorary Swifty in these past couple of weeks? Uh, last or two weeks ago, I actually watched the Ravens Kansas City Chiefs game with my Ray Lewis autographed Super Bowl jersey that's never been worn. I actually wore it because I was the biggest Baltimore Ravens fan because I knew <laughs> that out for two weeks I would have to talk about Swifty and prop bets and stuff like that. So it has been a complete. I don't want to say hell. It's totally different than what than than what I usually do on Super Bowl two weeks. From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Crazy warm weather for the 8th day of February coming to the state of Wisconsin. 53 are expected high today. A sliver of a possibility we could see some severe weather depending on where you're going to be. There is also precipitation in the forecast this afternoon, but hopefully nothing real, real measurable. Nothing like what they've seen on the West Coast. Glad you're along with us. I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee. Don't forget our friend Andy Thalman from Everag is going to join us live this morning and break down the marketplace specifically as far as dairy in just a moment. We've got more details from the Wisconsin FFA Alumni Convention that wrapped up this weekend up in Green Bay. And Stephanie Hoff was in Stevens Point yesterday visiting at the Wisconsin Potato and Vegetable Growers uh, Convention. Stick around for all those details. I'm Pam Yankee. All right, so today is the 8th day of February. What can I tell you? Let's see, on this day back in 1879, Sanford Fleming decided we should be using time zones. 
He introduced what he called Universal Standard Time, which based their time zones on timekeeping. And it basically changed the way we look, at least at the United States, really around the world. Sanford Fleming started it all with time zones on this day in 1879. On this day in 1910, the Boy Scouts of America was founded. Three years earlier, British General Robert Baden-Powell had founded the Scout Movement in England, came to the United States on this day in 1910. On this day in 1960, the first eight stars were added to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. On this day in 1971, the NASDAQ held its first trading day. I thought it was older than that, but NASDAQ actually started on this day back in 1971. We do have some happy birthdays this morning. Happy birthday to composer John Williams, 92 years young. He's, of course, one of those folks that was involved in Star Wars and some of those epic musical movements, 92 years young. Also, Nick Nolte, the actor, is 83. And can you believe it? It was on this day back in 2007 that Anna Nicole Smith passed away. And now you know. We know Wisconsin is a major player when it comes to potato production for not just the state, but the nation. They talked about that much more yesterday as Stephanie Hoff swung up to Stevens Point for the annual Wisconsin Potato and Vegetable Growers Convention. That's right, Pam. Blair Richardson leads that organization out of Denver, Colorado. He says one of their top priorities is to combat misinformation about potatoes and spread the news that they are a healthy vegetable made for a balanced diet. And they're doing this by staying ahead of some emerging trends in the food industry. So in over the next decade, we're probably going to see more and more um, work going into what they call culinary medicine. And this is the government's interest in using fruits and vegetables, especially, but all foods in a prescriptive way to help improve our diets. Um, so if you have a health concern like diabetes or any other many um, issues that are out there, you can get a prescription that would that the food that they prescribe would be best suited for your particular diet needs. Um, we, it's early in that, um, but we think it's going to be a, a very important part of our lives in the future. And so we're very involved in this. We're getting our Spud Lab certified to be a, a, um, a certified teaching center that we can teach doc doctors, nurses, other health practitioners how to use potatoes in their prescriptions that they in the future will be using um, with their customers. Blair, these are smart people. So are you telling me that there's some misconceptions out there even among our you know, nutrition experts about potatoes? There are a lot of misperceptions out there, and they come from a lot of different areas, and that's one of the primary things that we um, combat on a day-to-day -day basis. But, you know, as much as we want to believe that a doctor knows everything they need, that we need to know about our health, they only, they're only required to get a, one week um, of training in any kind of um, food um, training or diet work um, during their careers. And so it's not something they really spend a lot of time on because they have to get a lot of experience in the, whatever their focus is. So usually when you ask someone um, about, you know, that's in a professional setting, you ask them about, you know, what, what should I eat? You would, you'd hope they would have a little more training than a week that's at their choice. You know, now the government is actually going to force more training and, and more expertise into the food world. And I think that's what we want to make sure that the potatoes are fairly judged when that happens. You know, another trend that Potatoes USA is staying ahead on is uh, 
kind of social media misinformation and using artificial intelligence as a tool to spread the good word about potatoes. Tell me about your latest investment. Well, we are working on creating a artificial intelligence system that will actually monitor, track uh, um, what's happening on social media. So for Twitter, for example, what's the sentiment is about potatoes. You know, there's thousands of tweets or, or X response, whatever you call it now. <laughs> Um, thousands of tweets every day about potatoes. Um, a lot of them are very just basic. You know, someone's says, I just made a baked potato and I loved it or whatever it is. But some of them are misinformation that they say potatoes make you fat, for example, or potatoes are not good in a, if you have diabetes, which are these are scientifically proven to not be accurate statements. So we use the research that um, the Alliance for Potato Research and Education has been investing in for the past 15 years. And that body of evidence, plus all the other research that's out there about potatoes that we didn't, the industry didn't fund, um, to come up with a, a, an answer or a response to those things um, whenever there's something that's incorrectly st stated about potatoes. What's your overall message about staying on top of trends, like, for example, artificial intelligence or prescription diets, on why using those investments are going to be valuable in staying ahead of these trends? Well, everything progresses and uh, changes. And what we're trying to do is stay in front of what's happening before it happens is, or as soon as we're seeing it happen. Um, it, it's tough because sometimes you're, you're investing in things that maybe it, they don't come to be. Um, but I think that in this case, you know, we're not just putting money into something that's not already there. We're, we're trying to fight or, or come up with a solution for a need that we know we have, which is combating all this misinformation on digital media that we have no way of combating without a, an artificial intelligence system. And so until that, the idea of artificial intelligence became reality, there was nothing we could even do about it. Um, we, uh, it would take thousands of people to sit there in front of computer screens and, and interact with Twitter on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, we just, you just can't do it. Demand for potatoes is strong and has been strong. Um, that has not changed. We have, people want just as many or more potatoes this year than they have the last couple of years. He says U.S. potatoes are in a good position right now as America's favorite vegetable. Blair Richardson along with us, president of Potatoes USA. They're the marketing arm for U.S. grown potatoes. From the Wisconsin Potato and Vegetable Growers Association convention in Stevens Point, I'm Stephanie Hoff. What physical traits enhance or detract from fed cattle values? Why do some sell for more or less than others? This topic and more are the focus of producing quality beef workshops. The Wisconsin Beef Council, Division of Extension, and the Department of Ag invite you to attend the free workshop February 20th at Monroe Equity Livestock Sale Barn beginning at 10 a.m. Space is limited, so RSVP today at beeftips.com or call 1-800-728-BEEF. Well, absolutely no movement yesterday as far as barrel or block cheese was concerned or double-A butter. Not a lot of movement this morning as far as our commodities are concerned in Chicago. Right now, March corn is down a penny. December new crop down a penny at 472. March soybeans, they're currently trading up two cents. November new crop unchanged at 1171. July wheat's down seven and a half right now at 603 a bushel. March class three milk up a nickel right now, 1738 a hundredweight. Yesterday we talked a little bit about the 2024 Wisconsin FFA alumni convention that wrapped up last weekend in Green Bay. Want to give a shout out to their newly elected officers that are going to guide the FFA alumni in 2024. They include Grant Stashik from Bondwell as president of the Wisconsin FFA alumni, Nick Lowe from Stoughton, president-elect, 
Also, Chris Blank from Cashton is the vice president, and Bobby Joe Montgomery from Wapaka, the immediate past president. They are focused on fundraising. Why? Because the FFA in Wisconsin continues to grow. Tom Bressler, immediate past president of the Wisconsin FFA Foundation, says that's a looming challenge that's going to continue. The neat thing is, in the FFA, it's all growth. We're getting more students. We're getting more excitement. The ag community is getting bigger and broader. But for the FFA Foundation, that means we need to do more and we need to raise more because there's a lot more, not only to support the things that have already grown, but to promote more growth coming on. It's exciting. It's challenging. Sometimes it's frustrating because why aren't we getting more support out here? But it's exciting. That's the the number one message is this thing is getting bigger and bigger. Tom Bressler, immediate past president of the Wisconsin FFA Foundation. I also want you to remember National FFA Week is on the horizon. We'll celebrate February 17th through the 24th. Not necessarily a lot to celebrate the dairy complex these days. Up next, our friend uh, Andy Fallman joining us from Everag, one of their broker analysts. Stick around for that. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Huh, nice. Hardwood floor. Or is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish. Goes wall to wall, like good floors do. And I'm walking all over it. Usually, a dead giveaway that it's a floor. But it's not a floor. This is a mattress. Charlie Heidel's for 52 days. People like Charlie are scattered all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply nearly $400,000 in bedding, furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Innovation, that's BioVet. Livestock producers rely on BioVet for microbial and nutritional support. Keeping livestock eating and productive. Make BioVet your trusted partner for your livestock health since 1991. Learn more at BioDenseVet.com. Innovation, that's BioVet. Buying a really good piece of jewelry may seem intimidating, but not after you talk with William Thomas. They take the time with you so you know your money is well spent, not overspent. Their decades of knowledge shine almost as brilliantly as the stunning stones in your custom piece. Come see the collection of gorgeous gems and choose one for your very own. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Celebrating 30 years of brilliance. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. 
This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Always so glad to be joined by the professionals that are watching our markets day and night. One of those, Andy Fallman. He's one of the broker analysts along with the EverAg team. I do want to remind you, you'll be seeing them on a lot more of the winter conferences. And if you want to find them online, just go to ever.ag. Joining us now live is Andy Fallman, one of the broker analysts. And let's start right away with cheese, Andy. Although it was lackluster yesterday in Chicago with no change on barrel or block cheese or even double butter for that matter we have seen cheese moving a little bit tell me what's been going on it's not it's not been super dramatic but it is kind of a sense of some change in direction huh yeah good morning Pam I appreciate the time and I would agree it does feel like a sense of it, it does feel like we're seeing some kind of a change taking place right so um I mean gosh since early September of last year we basically slowly went from two bucks down to about a dollar forty. Um, and then I think the change really occurred was when we start to see a lot of volume trade. Um, when you start to see a lot of volume trade like that and price basically start to go sideways, so not necessarily moving higher, but not necessarily moving lower at that point. And I think what that means is that buyers are telling at that point, buyers are telling us, Hey, you know, like we're, we're done letting the price go down. This price works. We'll take all you got. So I think that that was really the big signal for this market starting to actually make a bit of a change. Uh, I would agree. You know, price hasn't made it as, significant, as significant as a move as we've seen go down. That said, I think we are starting to see some fundamental shifts that would suggest um, we're starting to see some changes. So, yeah, no, I, to me, I feel like the, the lows are more or less behind us here for a while. Sweet. I'm happy to hear that. Who's turned into our uh, biggest enthusiast uh, buyer for these prices? I, I, I think, you know, surprise, well, not surprisingly, but I think what we're starting to see, too, is you know, um, our, our partners to the south in Mexico, you know, if you look at some of the things that would suggest that they're able to import more cheese, right? And that's a good thing for us. So, you know, they're strengthening peso with respect to the U.S. dollar. Um, you know, basically, hey, they can spend, they can spend more, they can, they can spend more of their own currency on our cheese. So I'd say that's a good thing. Um, I'll point too to the other, the, the most recent data point we have from Oceania and the global dairy trade. Um, you know, their price in cheddar specifically, you know, they have auctions for other things, whole milk, powder, skim, butter, obviously too, but, um, their cheddar price, I mean, basically climbed back over $2 on a U.S. dollar equivalent. So, and that was this past Tuesday. So again, you know, we're seeing inklings out of, you know, the, like our, our international partners showing signs of life. And I think that's what we're going to see here this year is the, some of these, the cure for low prices being low prices. We got very competitive in the export market here over the last couple of months between, you know, our spot price. But also, too, what was interesting was our futures price got discount to basically every other price of the rest of the world. So and that's really, in my opinion, the big indicator. Right. I can understand the spot price being low, but when the futures price gets lower than the rest of the world, that tells the whole world that out forward were a deal and they should come here yeah and i'm i'm digging that that's some um, welcome news to our wisconsin dairy farmers again andy foman from uh everag is along with us on this thursday morning let's pivot just a little bit but also keeping the theme going here andy dry whey that's not a product we talk a lot about in wisconsin primarily because we you know it's not it's not uh I guess, front of mind as far as Wisconsin manufacturers necessarily. What's shaken sure. with uh, the way market? And also, can't ignore the upheaval weather is caused in California where a lot of the powder is uh, put to the marketplace. What do you see there? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I'll speak to the way first. Um, you know, uh, we're basically seeing, and remember too, for for the class three price, dry whey, every penny per pound there equals approximately six cents in class three, right? And so if we go from 40 cents to 41 cents, even if cheese sits and does nothing, you've just added six cents into your class three price. So it's important to remember because you know, that market, you know, it can be very, <laughs> I don't know how to say it other than, you know, when it rains, it pours there, right? When it starts to move, it really will move. But for a while there, we were just nothing. I mean, it was all, it was just dead. You know, it was basically 40 to 42 cents type trade, very just static. Um, but here recently, since the beginning of the year, I want to say, you know, we've seen way go from low 40 to 41 cents up to as high as 52 cents. So adding that dime in way, that added about 60 cents into the class three check. And that's a material amount. Um, I'd say that the big indicate the big driving factors there are some of the higher protein stuff. Um, you know, WP, like some very high, like those, the demand there has been good and continues to grow. Um, so I, you know, I expect way to be another driver in the class three price. And, and you know, I'd, I'd be keeping an eye on that market because it's been pretty hot here for a while. And I think it's going to continue to be that way. Interesting um, equation. Yeah. I had not thought about the yeah. equation on its influence on class three and now to California that did all the sure. torrential rain they picked up did seem to bolster our dairy for a brief moment earlier this week. What's going on out there, Andy? Yeah, our hearts go out to them. I mean, that's, that's, we've seen this happen before, right, where weather really can play a factor in California production. Um, you know, we, we were seeing the effects of that, I, I, in my opinion, at least um, for the last, call it, year. If you recall, they had another, they had a pretty substantial weather event. And you should, I think what's going to end up, we're, we're going to see if we see similar type results is pounds per cow per day start to go down. Um, and, and just uh, on a general sense, right? And if, um, and if you're familiar with the DRP program, you know we saw pounds per da- pounds per cow per day really take a hit in California, um, California specifically. And I think that was in large part due to some weather events there too. So, I, it, in my opinion, I think that's what we start to see. And, and, and obviously, yes, it can end up it can end up impacting some of the product prices, especially if they're not able to get a, their hands on the milk, right? Because from you know from a, I guess from a break-even standpoint, especially in that area. Um, and certainly not screaming for growth, um, but that would be, I guess, the concern I would have is if, from a milk production standpoint. Is so do we start to see an impact on pounds per cow per day? Um, that obviously, you know, can impact how much milk is available in that area. I don't have a lot of time, Andy. Have you talked to anybody out there? I think about the feed that they've lost and the just the 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 challenges of day to day operations. Yeah, I know I haven't not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, my I, I'm with you. I mean, I'm sure it would be, I'm sure what we will start to hear and see is just, you know, stories about those types of challenges starting to play out on farm. Um, and again, we've seen this, we've seen this one play out before. And I think what we're going to start to see is pounds per cow per day. Yeah, I get you. I get, I get you. Great to talk to you again, Andy. As always, I really appreciate it. Great content. Have a great Thursday. Right. Yep, me too. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yep. Andy Fullman, along with us from Ever Egg. This is the 